First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. We are back with a brand new episode of TGIF, your favorite show on all the land. Now we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. And sometimes it gets a little messy, I must admit. So sit back, relax, get you a little something to drink, because we got a lot to talk about tonight. Please welcome my fantastic co-host. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? Hey, what's going on, Claudia? I'm chilling. Are you drinking tonight? Uh, I can't even find a cup. Or the, or the alcohol to put in the cup. You know, I just landed here in L.A. The movers just moved me in last night. So um, I'm not drinking. I don't even have water right now at this point. I know it's sad, right? Damn, you're doing bad. Very bad. <laughs> but it's the beginning of a new start, so it should be fun. So it's exciting to start fresh somewhere new. Yes. All right. And please welcome Funky Donnie. What's up, Q? What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? We kind of color coordinated tonight, the three of us. We did. Oh, well, and Al got on black and white too. Yeah. Black and white, gray. Look at us. Look at us we trying to be see. on the same page. We we in sync with the spirits and the ancestors. We are unlocking our better selves. As soon as y'all get some diamonds, we can be triplets. Uh, anyways, how you doing tonight, Ooh. Q? Uh oh. <laughs> Q, oh, don't let her get away with that. Uh, she she, she, she going to try to throw a little shade and roll past, honey. You know, you're right. When we get some that aren't cloudy, then maybe, perhaps, me and Al can be twins. And you what, can a be. Cloud, what a cloudy diamond. Right. What are those? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? You good? You drinking tonight? What you doing? Um, no, I'm back to unlocking my better self this week. Um, so I got some sweet tea. And y'all going to leave it at that. I'm, I'm unlocking no. my better self. I'm drinking tea as well. Okay, we are, we are in sync tonight, aren't we? We are. Let's see. The show we got here tonight. <laughs> we got a whole lot to talk about. Let's get into it. Okay. Uh, Al, I didn't ask. Oh, no, you're not drinking anything. That's right. You said no water. Okay. All right. Stephen A. Smith is getting backlash after comparing Rihanna to Beyonce on Sherry Shepard's Sherry Show. It all started after Smith expressed his concerns about Rihanna's upcoming Super Bowl performance. Smith said, ladies and gentlemen, Rihanna is a lot of things. She's spectacular, actually, and congratulations on new mamahood. There's one thing she's not. She ain't Beyonce, Smith added. I like a lot of talent out there. There are some speculate, spectacular females on television. I just want to say that everybody ain't Sherry. That's not throwing shade on them. That's appreciating their greatness, but understanding there are levels. I thought this was totally unnecessary and an unforced error. Q, what do you think about this? What do you think? Do you think his comments were out of line? One hundred percent out of line. They were uh, unsolicited. They were unwarranted. It was uh, he he got a phone call from somebody because his ass got back on his camera phone and issued an apology and got the backpedaling. I hate the fact that. Beyonce uh, and Rihanna, people do that whole comparison thing. They're two different artists. They are both equally as iconic for different reasons. You know what I'm saying? And quite frankly, while we all love Beyonce, Beyonce is not the damn barometer by which every musical act uh, should be measured by. She's her own person, her own thing. And so is Rihanna. So Stephen A. Smith, we barely like your ass commenting on sports on ESPN. Please stay out of the pop, the pop culture box because you you ain't doing a good job, brother. Mm, okay. Al, what do you think? Let me tell you something, Claudia and Q. I, honestly, I, I don't care if it was out of line or not because what I saw on that show and that discussion to me was pure black media talent excellence and let me share with you why we have sherry shepherd who is in her 50s she makes 10 million dollars you know her net worth is about 10 million dollars she's got a great show going on uh she interviews stephen a smith who we know is a legend in the sports commentary space who's a black male 
um, who's worth about $16 million. They're talking about two beautiful women, black women, Rihanna worth $1.7 billion and, uh, and Beyonce worth $500 million. And Stephen knows that when he says certain things that it's going to get traction and it's going to get picked up. I thought it was controversial. I thought it was deliberate. I thought it was on purpose. And I think that Sherry's team knew exactly the question to ask in order to get this type of, of media coverage and pick up for a show that's doing amazing. But for me to hear a discussion about all multimillionaires and very wealthy and influent and, and successful black talent and media on a by a black talent host was thumbs up across the board for me. I loved every second of it. I totally disagree. I give it two thumbs down. You can have excellence without shading someone that had nothing to do with the conversation. You know, I mean, I had nothing to do with like, I, I, you didn't have to put two women against each other. They get it enough. Why can't you just say, that's dope? Like, I'm excited about it. You don't have to be the biggest Rihanna fan, which, you know, you don't have to be a Beyonce fan or Rihanna fan, but to just like, they've had enough of being pit against each other. Why must a sports commentator who I do respect as a sports com commentator, he's one of the best in the game because he says stuff that makes you mad. That's right. his job. But to That's go on the there and uh, bring like, Beyonce had nothing to do with the conversation. I know Beyonce's probably like, this is like the second or third time Beyonce probably like, now why am I in this? Why am I in this? I am minding my business over here. Me and Rihanna are finally, we are on good terms. Like, wh why? And I don't think- I just felt like, like it was intentional. Like, that's what he does. You know, he I always is staring up some some type of drama. He knew where to stir the drama up and how to stir it up surrounding well, he the needed, He needed to keep his bad hairline ass over at ESPN <laughs> and, and, and not come over here because it was, it was tacky and ugly. I mean, there's other sports commentator. I could say, you know, Ahmad Rashad. Right. I could say, you know, we can run down the list of other uh, prominent. And it, it was a back, it was a backhanded compliment. She's great, but she ain't no Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that was not cool. Especially there's been so much anticipation. Rihanna hasn't done anything like this. We haven't really seen her that much. Like we used to, we are all wanting to see this. Like, I don't know, Steven, I don't know why you did that, but I don't know. You, you are right Al. We are talking about him, but damn, I know Beyonce, like first Taylor Swift. Now this, I got nothing to do with this. <laughs> All right. Speaking of. Antonio Brown is trending once again after allegedly Ooh. posting a sexually explicit photo of his baby mama, Chelsea Kyris, uh, performing oral sex on his Snapchat. Now, she saw the video posted and she said, uh, very well aware of what's being posted on Snap. I'm not in control of his actions. I have asked multiple times to have this part of our relationship remain private, but he refuses. I have reported his page and all pictures. Unfortunately, Snapchat is allowing him to repost. She continued, I'm very sorry for any of your kids that follow him and used to look at him as a role model. I do not condone these actions as you are well aware, but I have kids involved as well. Al, let's start with you. What do you think about this? What do you think? Man, what a terrible fall from grace Antonio Brown is. Guys, since 2011, right, wasn't Brown was one of the most productive wide receivers in the National Football League. He won a Super Bowl. He had 11,000 receiving yards. He was number one in reception, number one in receiving yards, number one in touchdowns. Now to, to, to let, he's gone from, you know, following the Tom Brady playbook to following the Kanye playbook, where his antics are trumping his talents like it's just so confusing to me it's so unnecessary and it's clearly a sign that he has no intentions of returning to the national football league i feel you he mm, mm. q what you think i know this finna be real low class oh, and real gummy. <laughs> no, no, no. but bitch i want to suck it okay that's, that's oh like, my gosh that looked good bitch it looked good with two hands okay let me tell you something now it, it was pretty now i and, and let me tell you something for me to say that because i haven't did that since 2007 because i'm classy based okay what? i don't do Dude, that i know you lying <laughs> but i don't uh-uh not me girl you ain't talked nothing since 2001. Since 2007. I best stopped doing that. <laughs> uh, you know, when I was a little girl, I didn't know no better. I used to do that. But, ooh, that thing was pretty. But I'm going to tell you something. I feel, um, I feel bad for the lady. I feel bad for the lady because 
Now she in the carpool line and the people at the school don't want to be associated with her. They clutching her pearls. They kicked her off the PTA. You know what I'm saying? They don't want no cookies that she bake or whatever the case may be. And I, and, I, and I did a YouTube video earlier this morning, this afternoon. You know, when you are engaged in a sexual act, that is the most vulnerable position you could ever be in. And to have that exposed to the world, that's just, it's not cool. It's embarrassing. And I'm just disturbed that he would do that to the mother of his children. This man has zero respect for anybody, for any team, to any job, to his teammates. He, he has, let me tell you something, Antonio Brown, you are high hopes for you when you got to the Patriots. Uh, you got to play with Tom Brady. Well, for, for like five minutes, but then you tricked that off, harassing your staff, right? And you're lucky you didn't get charges for that. Um, you had another team that you tricked that contract off because of your attitude. I think it was two teams, then the Patriots, then the Tampa. Then you did out-of-pocket stuff uh, towards Giselle. You have no man code. You have no women code. You have no black man code. You have no class. You are a great athlete. Well, correction, you were a great athlete. Then you got like one of them other, them other crazies. I think I'm going to be a rapper. You really think you left the NFL to be a rapper with your struggle bars? Then you disrespected Keisha Cole, who actually had feelings for you. You clown the hell out of her. I think I, I, it's easy to blame CTE on football players. Like, oh, it's CTE. I Blessed with talent, and you're too stupid to recognize that you were blessed. And you trick it off with your arrogance, and you think you're just going to keep on getting chances. You're one person, and I'm going to say this. I am looking forward to your demise because you're a jerk. And you've hurt people that have put their neck out on the line for you. Coaches, athletes, Tom Brady, other people. Giselle had, like, mad people had his back, right? And he just constantly disappoints them. Yes, two things can be true at the same time. You got a great-looking penis. But guess what? That's indicative of who you are and what you are. That's all you're good for now. Because your rap career. Where you be good for it right here? Well, (laughs) go ahead, Q. (laughs) Go ahead. Because. Come on, uh, Antonio. You can come over here and trick me. Okay. (laughs) And and revenge porn is illegal. Yeah, yeah, you're going to go to jail. And Washington, D.C. I don't have some putting. Well, anyways. I'm going to tell you what, though. He's going to jail for that. I feel like she didn't respond mad enough for me. Like, she was like, oh, I saw it. I'm aware. She didn't say, oh, I played. But you know what? I think I, I think I, I think she did the right thing. She she played up her defensiveness, her she played up her white woman defenseness, defenselessness. OK, let me be meek. And uh, because if she would have responded with too much sass, you know what I'm saying? I think less people would feel sympathetic for her. So you, you know what that made me feel as a woman that has been with crazy men before? She knows his temperament and she yeah. knows if she mm. fights back too much, he'll probably release more. Some stuff. more. Yeah. Supposedly he's saying in the chat, they're saying he was hacked. Uh, okay. No, he's saying his Snapchat was hacked, but I, I, I personally don't believe in that ain't how, how it works. So they, they hacked into your Snapchat and then subsequently got into your phone. Like <laughs> that, that ain't how that works. And I just want to say this. I don't want his demise as a human, but I feel like he doesn't deserve any huge multi-million dollar contracts anymore with his behavior. Let me just clear that up because I don't want to see a black man fail and die and fall off. That ain't what I meant. But I don't think you deserve those blessings anymore, not with your behavior until you make it right. Your kid's mom? Anyways, let's take a quick commercial break and uh, we'll see. You think he's going to come back and clap back at us or at me? Or how well, that he got to come back, but he could come right here. Come on, Antonio. We'll be back, y'all. Bye. All your mouth. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Mm. Welcome back to TGIF. If you're just joining us, Funky Daniel would just put it out there that he would like to be the next victim of AB, Antonio Brown. So AB, if you're watching or in the chat, if you want um, Funky Daniel and AB, Antonio Brown to hook up, put some chocolate bars in the chat. <laughs> you are so messy. <laughs> put some chocolate bars and a tongue messy. in the chat. <laughs> and everybody at Antonio Brown and tell them how at Funky Daniel. It's just messy. Oh, wow. What if it's a love connection though? You are messy. He might I mean, be. I mean, it hasn't been working out with the ladies. Maybe you need to try something different. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, speaking of Lil Boozy. 
21-year-old daughter, Ivana Hatch, started trending on social media after making an Instagram official with her girlfriend. Hatch can be seen in a photo posted by her girlfriend. Is that me or her? That is her. And... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Alsa, what do you think about... Um, and you know how Boosie is super duper duper homophobic and his wife, his wife, his daughter has now come out gay with her lesbian lover. Um, and a lot of people are like, you know, as much stuff as you talk about being gay, um, now your daughter has come out gay. But Boosie has let it be known in the past that he has no problem with women being gay. Um Right. What's your what's your what's your take? You know, I, the, first of all, congratulations to his daughter for having the courage to come out, considering the stance that his father has uh, about black gay men in the LGBTQ community. I, I just wanted to commend her and her girlfriend. Um, I feel like I really feel like that takes a lot of courage. But you know what? Do you think do you think that maybe that's why he was so vocal about you know, black gay men and how it was wrong because he was probably raising a child that he knew that was in the LGBTQ community. I, I, I'm just, you know, that there, there's so many layers to this cue, but that's one thing that I want to know. Is he is he not accepting? He's accepting of it because it's two females. He's still mm -hmm. against it because yeah. he thinks it's wrong for guys. Mm -hmm. Or is he open now because she is being more forthright about her sexuality in public? Would he be more open to understand that, you know, it's just not OK for females to be gay, but it's OK also for two men to be gay? What do you yeah. think? Uh, Boosie is not evolved enough in his thinking. He is the living edification of ignorant, you know, and like he's made it known. I don't have a problem with two women being gay. He He's done videos with two women in the back kissing. He likes that. You know, it, 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 it's it's toxic masculinity at its finest. It's OK. It's hot. It's sexy when it's two women doing it. But God forbid two men do it. And despite the fact that his daughter is gay, you would think that having a gay daughter would soften his stance mm -hmm. and you would think that he would realize, okay, if it's possible for my daughter to be gay and I want people to love and treat my daughter with respect, that it's also possible for two men to be gay and that they should be treated with love and respect as well. But he's so damn ignorant, I highly doubt that he'd be able to make that connection. So, so Q, do you mind, and I just need some help here. This is all clarity soulmates and everybody watching. I'm not trying to, to disrespect anybody. This is all for clarity and educational purposes. Do you think that he, he thinks that still, because I mean, isn't his daughter more of a masculine gay? Would they consider that person, would they consider that person like what they call a stud? Does he, do you think he still thinks that when it's a, a very masculine female uh, with a very, you know, lipstick, I guess that's what they call them, a very feminine female, do you think he still think that that's okay? Um, probably so. And, and really quickly, guys, Claudia had a small technical issue. She'll be joining us shortly, probably after this story. Um, I think that he, he been knew that girl was gay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, he been knew that girl was gay. Um, and he still had a stance that he had and it, it just is what it is. And I, uh, I don't want to talk no more about Boosie. Let, let, let us move on. Move on. <laughs> so listen, guys, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, the messy bitches. TJ Holmes and Amy Robach are reportedly talking about getting married to prove that they are serious about their relationship. Sources report that Amy Robach is close to wrapping up things with her estranged husband, Andrew Shue, and she is encouraging Holmes to push through his divorce from his wife, Marley. Um, are you surprised by this news, Al? Heck no, let me tell you something. And not only according to the sources, allegedly, Amy's like, look, I'm worth $50 million and I got this. You don't need to wait on the divorce from your wife. Uh, everything's going to be okay because we understand that he's only worth about $3 million and his wife may take some uh, portion of that because they've been together for a really long time and they have kids. And she said, listen, TJ, we're good. Um, she's willing to carry the weight um, because 
because she really loves this man. Now I've known I've known TJ Holmes for years, and brother, if you need a best man in your wedding or, or, you or a groomsman, because you know I've I've been in many celebrity weddings, you more than happy can call on me. And I was thinking about it, you know, Claudia, Amy, if if you need a flower girl or 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 made of all, I don't want to be in that home wrecking horse uh, <laughs> wedding. Claudia could help. And Q, I was thinking maybe you could officiate. Uh -uh, not me, girl. I don't you don't want, want to officiate. God, God, no bless me. <laughs> yeah, I don't want no parsnip. And I am so sorry. It's just something about me. Something about this is rubbing me the wrong way. About this white woman trying to rush this man to divorce his black wife to get with her home wrecking whoring ass. Okay, I, it's just rubbing me the wrong. Like, let the process just be the process. He coming, girl. You, want, <laughs> you got you got him girl <laughs> but look let's slide one more story in here before we go to commercial get uh claudia back on the line okay. so look y'all <laughs> and this story is so funny to me i mean the, the jokes in this next story really just write themselves todd and julie christie uh recently surrendered to separate prisons to start their prison sentences the christly known best stars were sentenced to a combined 19 years in prison after a jury found the couple guilty of conspiring to defraud community banks out of more than 30 million dollars in fraudulent loans in addition to conspiring to defraud the irs now todd was sentenced to 12 years in prison and Julie was given a seven-year prison sentence after initially being indicted on the charges. They will each have to complete 16 months of probation following the end of their prison sentences. Al, what you think about the news? You know what? This is my thing. $30 million from a local bank. Man, if I feel like if someone that looked like you and I did something like this, we would be up underneath the jail. But this is my question, Q. Where did all that money go and what's going to happen to it now? Like, like, aren't you curious about where's all the money that they embezzled? Like, it, you know, I'm sure they gave their kids some money. How much did the government seize? Like, right? Mm hmm. Like what, where did the money go? I was looking at Savannah's Instagram. Savannah don't look like she's hurting for anything. We know her product line is not doing that great, but her IG page is popping. They look wealthy to me. That whole family look like they still got it together and doing well. I feel like if you get charged with embezzling and stealing people's money and frauding people out of money, you should give back all your goods. You should give back your house, your clothes, your shoes, your car. I think they should, I think they should impound all of it. I think they should take all of that from them. And another thing, why is it that they can charge Todd and Julie, but we still can't get President uh, Trump charged for anything? And we know he did it 10 times worse than these two did. Because he did it the right way. He did it with the Lehman Brothers and the big banks and not the small ones. He, he <laughs> what I, I led, I'm just joking, guys. Um, you know what? So the, the first thing, Todd Chrisley say he ain't gay. Now, if his ass wasn't gay when he went in, he damn sure gonna be gay by the time he Ooh. get out. And you're talking about where the money went out. It probably went to some of that damn plastic surgery that Todd got all over his face. I was feeling really bad for them at first because I wasn't educated on the whole situation. And I just thought that they had tax evasion, right? Uh -huh. And I was like, remember, we, I think we talked about it before and I was saying tax evasion is a real stupid reason for somebody to go to jail. But I didn't realize that they had defrauded a local bank in Atlanta um, to the point where one of the banks actually went out of business mm. um, as a result of what they did. And, and yeah, y'all was stealing, stealing. So off to jail you go and off to commercial we go guys Claudia's going to rejoin us after this commercial break so stick around and we will be right back with more tgif welcome back to tgif excuse the technical technical difficulties it's funny because i can hear y'all talking and Al trying to pit me out to that white woman to be her flower girl at the wedding. And I said, oh, hell no, I got to get back on. <laughs> you know, so she already won, running one black person's life. She about to have me doing errands at her okay. wedding. All right, y'all, let's get into this because I know this is something y'all both love. And uh, Al, Al is a human being. Yes, his greedy self. <laughs> Al will eat up every, like Al... Al's the new to 2023 Mikey. Remember Mikey back in the day? Uh -huh. He'll eat every. 
He be tearing stuff up, but he is a food kind of, so I'm going to give him yeah, that. All right, y'all. Are y'all looking to eat healthier and save money on takeout this year, but still want to enjoy delicious food? Well, we have a solution for you. Wild Grain. Now, Wild Grain is the first ever Bake from Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal uh, pastries. Unlike typical supermarket bread, Wild Grain uses slow fermentation process that's easier on your belly, lower in sugars, and rich in nutrients and antioxidants. Now, every time every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. Now, plus for every new member, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank so you can eat good and do good at the same time. Now, to kick off the year, Wild Grain is offering delicious products such as an ancient grain sourdough loaf and fresh artesian fettuccine pasta. All you have to do is sign up at wildgrain.com slash tea and choose what type of box you want to receive and how often it's easy to reschedule, skip, or cancel. Okay, y'all. Hungry already? Now, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash tea to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash tea. And let me tell you something. Al Reynolds, I know this is something you love, especially the free croissants. They said free and they said food. It's Al Reynolds. What do you think about this? <laughs> you got that right, Claudia. But <laughs> guess what I found in my wild grain box, y'all? They mean? now have a chocolate um, croissant. Like the inside of the croissant is chocolate. And you put it in the oven. You bake it for 15 minutes. And it's fluffy and it's big and it's delicious. And it's great with a cup of chocolate milk. I'm telling you, Wild Grains, I've told you all about the peach pockets. I told you about the apple pockets. I'm now telling you about the chocolate pockets. They are really good. You got to try it, everyone. I promise you, I won't let you down on this one. And, and, and speed of not letting people down, I know, Funky, when you have your gentleman calls over, you got to feed them so they can they, be ready well, for you. No, I, <laughs> I, don't feed, I don't feed men, okay? I feed myself. But no, I love it. Listen, <laughs> their croissants are, and, I, and I sure would not share my wild grains. They're not my good food. Not me, girl. Okay, no, y'all, y'all saw that time I put the croissant. I mean, the croissant is literally the size of the old school um, cordless phones. They are really good. The pasta is really good. And um, the sourdough bread is really good. And I always find myself cooking and you open the freezer and it's like, bam, I got some different varieties of bread in there. Y'all know we love eating bread. We love eating bread with our food. And it's always nice to have it in there. So I definitely think y'all should check out um, Wild Grace, especially the croissants. So y'all, the croissants are really good. Well, so soulmates in the chat are chiming in on this. Patrice Bean said, I had the chocolate croissants and they're so good. So, hey, y'all. You don't believe us? Oh, believe yeah. the soulmates. They are going in and they love the wild grain. Once again, that's uh, wildgrain.com slash tea, or you can use promo code tea at checkout. Go ahead and check it out and let us know if you like it. All right, y'all soulmates, we know how much you enjoy hearing about Funky's little filthy shenanigans in the streets. So we thought we'd give you a little cue time with Funky Dineva. All right, you take it away. So this one comes with a visual. Anybody within the earreach of my voice, go to Instagram right now because I just put the picture up. But this past weekend while I was in Tampa doing work for Fox Soul, I took my nieces and nephews to the indoor amusement park. And um, I didn't know my stomach was toe up. So I'm sitting with my legs in the little bouncy house playing with my niece. And I thought I had to pass gas. Oh, my God. No. Oh, no. 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 Oh no. Well, no, no. I didn't pass gas. It was oh, it was no. real warm. And I was like, this has been warm for longer than usual. <gasps> oh my God, your shorts really? And if you go to Instagram, it went through my pants, y'all. Now, mind you, I got on gray, a nice soft gray fake leather situation from Zara. And I'm like, okay, how do I get up from this bouncy house? and make it to the bathroom across the other side of this building. And I didn't even know how much came out. So I was just like, oh my Lord, if this stuff started running down my leg, what am I going to do? Um, but just, this happened to y'all before, Claudia. So, you know, I just left my underwear in the bathroom and I cleaned up <laughs> and I just wiped my pants as best I could. And I, I wrapped wrapped it around my waist. You know how, Claudia, like when y'all period come on and y'all weren't prepared, you just had to do what you have to do. 
So that's what it is. My period came on. So gross. First of all, your period did not come on. You can't control your bowels. This is not the first time we've heard about, like, it seems like- I have a sensitive stomach. Did you just get a colonic? You just got a colonic. You just got- You need a plug. You do. (laughs) (laughs) No, my digestive system is really sensitive. I get, I get that, but shouldn't you be like the sphincter is designed to like keep everything up? No, in it me. ain't, it ain't, it ain't loose. It's I just thought I had to pay. I thought it was going to be air, and it wasn't air. Hoes always say it ain't loose. Oh lord, whatever. <laughs> you know what? Real. We gotta go to Al. Are you disgusted? <laughs> I am grossed out. Your friend, you can talk to your friend. <laughs> My life is interesting. I mean, it's just hey, what do you say? I wanted to talk about the laser treatment that you got. You said it hurt. Oh yeah, Claudia, I got I got laser. I, I posted it on IG too. I got um, I got laser under my arm. Well, the lady. Chest. I, I don't really have a lot of hair on my chest, but she uh, flawless icon here in Miami. She wanted to like do some services or whatever, and I was like, well, I already endorsed somebody else for skin, and I already endorsed somebody else for IV, and she was like, how about laser hair removal and colonic? And I said, okay, and I went and did it, and I. I don't know how y'all do this laser hair. I don't know if I'm going to make it to my fifth, sixth, and seventh treatment. Cause... Well, did you use the numbing cream? So she said I didn't need any. And you, no. No. You, Q, I promise you, I had it without numbing cream and I had it with. It's night and day. Right, okay. Al? Mm-hmm. Al, you have laser hair. It's night and day. Like, you're traumatized without doing the, with the numbing cream. And then so with I it, you're like. It. Up under here, up under my neck, they're doing it here. This actually hurt the most. That up hurts the here. most. Yeah, really I had hurt. That, that, that hurt the most. And yeah. then under my arms and then on my chest. Because I was like, I don't know how y'all women do it in y'all bikini area. If it hurt me the way it hurt, I was like, whoo. The bikini line hurts, but your booty, your booty, if you do your booty hoe, it doesn't no, hurt. It hurts I don't have no hair in my ass, number one. And number two, even if I did, I'm not putting no laser in there, okay? Everything else be back my, there. My, my booty hole, my booty hole is for emergencies. I don't think he needs anything close to his booty hole. My booty hole is for emergencies. Okay. <laughs> what do you say? It's a virgin. It's for emergencies. Okay. Oh, the producers <laughs> tell me to move on. They sick of your bodily fluids. We gonna move on. <laughs> there we go. We acting like it's Friday, ain't we? Okay, listen, yeah. Uh, a man was told by security at the Mall of America to remove his Jesus is the only way shirt after shoppers have reportedly complained that the message offended them. Take a look. Again, sir, it is religious soliciting. There is no soliciting allowed on law property, which is private property. Okay? Religious soliciting? <laughs> um, I've never America heard of religious is so, soliciting. What do you think about this? America is so ghetto. Who want to go? Whoever want to go first? I, I'm sick of these people. Religious soliciting. Listen, I those who follow me knows that I am the biggest borderline anti-religion person on the planet, right? I'm, I'm, I'm not one of those people who believes in forcing your religion and your beliefs down other people's throats. However... There was absolutely nothing wrong with that man's T-shirt. Now, if he was in there walking up to people trying to pass out little green Bibles and saying, you know, do you know where your soul is going? That's a whole different story. But that man was wearing a T-shirt no different than any other damn T-shirt with sayings on it. And if it don't apply, let it fly. You, you, You know, whoever complained Literally, when you see a stranger in a mall as large as Mall of America, you are walking past them. It's not like this person was just staying in your purview the entire time you were in the mall shopping. So this was stupid. And I'm glad that, um, you know, he didn't get in any trouble to get tackled to the ground and tasered and none of that stupid stuff. But this is definitely um, some Karen did this. Mm-hmm. Al, what are your thoughts? Well, let me give you guys a little bit of context here. So actually, Q, you 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 nailed it on the head. A week prior, he was in there soliciting people to follow Jesus. He was giving out pamphlets. He was really causing a disturbance amongst the, the, the mall shoppers. And so he was issued a ticket and banned from the mall for 24 hours. <clears throat> 
Okay, so what we're seeing is his return back to the mall a week later with the shirt and getting ready to start the same antics that he had exhibited before and the security guards obviously caught him. So this, ladies and gentlemen, is actually an example of how people that share these viral moments on the internet could not give you a full interpretation of everything that's going on. So that being said, I take back everything I said and they should have threw his ass out. <laughs> yeah, it is obnoxious when they try to solicit a force of views on you. I, I, you know, every time there's like a big event in Miami or whatever, or yes. you know, around the super, they're all condemning you for dressing sexy. One of my really good friends, we were down there, they had the Jesus and anti-abortion stuff and these horrible pictures. And she took her top off and she was bouncing her boobs. She was like, I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner. And she just tried to make them more mad. But it's like... Uh, the solicitation, trying to force your way. Listen, if someone is seeking Jesus, they know exactly where to go. I think for the most part, people know where to go. You don't need to be in the mall and be bothering them, harassing them. Yeah. My thing is this. Can we have the same energy for people that have the Confederate flag shirts that offend black people or the Blue Lives Matter shirts with the blue or the police shirts with the blue? There's other offensive things yeah. more than Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, it seems yeah. like when it's done, there's a lot of stuff that, that, that messages that's out there to us that we're supposed to just take it on the chin and not trip. Yeah. No. You know, and, 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 and to be fair, you know, I'm one of those people. If somebody has on a Confederate flag shirt in the mall, you know, while I don't like the messaging, they have the right to wear it. If somebody wants to wear their Blue Lives Matter shirt, I don't like the message, but I'm not going to go find mall police. I'm just not going to be by the ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it don't if it don't apply, let it fly. People in America, we're very much in everybody else's business in this country. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. If you're just joining us, thank God, because you missed the segment of uh, Q shenanigans. And if you did, maybe go to his Instagram page and take a look at his uh picture that he posted and get the backstory when you watch the replay of TGIF tomorrow right here on Fox on YouTube. That's all I'm going to say about that. All right, y'all, speaking of telling too much, a comment in Prince Harry's new memoir, Spare, that his family made a fortune from the slave trade is reigniting the conversation about the British royal family. Ooh, he's spilling it and they are so mad. Now, someone wrote, they literally colonized half of the world. They need to return those diamonds and art and start talking about reparations. Well, gospel singer Erica Campbell posted, surprise and yet not surprise. All right, y'all, in case people don't know, Prince Harry has been dropping a lot of stuff about his family, stuff that we knew too, um, you know, talking about how much the family made in the slave trade. What do you think about this? What do you think about this, Al? I mean, I, it, to me, it was like, duh, we've been known this. Like, we've known this for a long time. You know, we talked about it on the show, all the things that the, the royal family you know, did to the immigrants, the Caribbean immigrants. We talked about how they stole from West Africa, the diamonds. Like, I I don't know that this is anything that we didn't know. Maybe him putting it out there, him speaking it from his mouth, maybe will make the royal family have more accountability. But once again, I just feel like this is something that we already knew. And I feel like he's doing a lot in 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 this book and in this this Apollo, what this get revenge tour that he's on. I don't know. I'm just feeling I, I'm indifferent about it. OK, I think it's definitely tea coming from him. Like, of course, right, right, like, yeah. he, for someone from the family that benefited from it to say it's like when white folks speak out against other racist whites, I guess. Q, what do you think about this? You know what? I've said it before. Old African proverb, the kid that does not feel love from the village will burn it down to feel its warmth. And that's what he's doing. He is burning the house down. He's like, you know, y'all tried me. Y'all left me out there on a limb. I am hurt. You know, y'all y'all aren't embracing me and my wife and the life that I've chosen. So guess what? I'm finna burn the house down. And that's exactly what he's doing because, you know, what, what he revealed is not something that we don't already know. But what makes it tea is when you have somebody from the family, from the bloodline, actually acknowledging it and saying it, it does make the family look funky now because it's like, all right, y'all are fully aware of your history. Y'all know them diamonds stolen because your son don't said it. Now, what you gonna do about it? You know what I'm saying? It, it puts them in a situation where in order to save face, they're going to have to either address it right. or make some good faith effort to do something. 
And I want to say shout out to his relationship with Meghan Markle. Uh, I don't know if he would have had the courage to do a lot of this stuff if it wasn't for him being with a, a biracial black woman. And and I think now he's maybe seeing things through a different lens. He has kids that have black in their blood now. And maybe he's seeing things differently. Like, you know, this isn't the Prince Harry that wore a, a Nazi costume for Halloween before. This is someone that has evolved and probably is seeing things a little bit differently than now that he has a wife that he sees the different. Tra- I think he's seeing things differently now. Al, I I just I'm just I'm just concerned. I hate to see family fight and I hate to see contention within a family and such a family with such history. And, you know, it just appears to me that the route that he's going, there's going to be no turning back. And and, you know, in America, we'll love you and we'll be fascinated with you for a little while, but then we'll find something else to love and be fascinated with. And what would those two do? What, what exactly will they do? They've exiled themselves to America. They are really dependent on Americans to embrace them and keep them working and keep them relevant. And I'm just concerned. I don't know that I would have, I think I would have come up with a better, more strategic way to deal with things than totally exit. Do one of y'all live on a bus stop? That ain't me, girl. Not me, girl. I'm gonna hire her. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a bus in somebody's living room. That's the YMCA. <laughs> Al, did you move to the YMCA? <laughs> Al got a new apartment off Crenshaw, y'all. Like, you still hope to see y'all. Know he he ain't like, got no car, so he got to stay on the bus roof. Like, he like, thank y'all for the virtual background. <laughs> you Al, are you okay? <laughs> All okay. right. Yeah, that's right. Like, I, I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. This story just brings up so much, so many emotions. I've watched the documentary. I understand their pain. I understand his pain. I understand his love for his wife. I understand that he's been introduced to what real racism looks and feels like. But I just feel like there could have been, or maybe there isn't a better way. I don't know. Maybe. And of course, it's just my theory. I think he's been wanting to call them out since his mother died because he does blame them. Mm. He saw the way that family treated his mama. And I think he's the one that's not blinded by the the titles. I don't know. You know, one thing I do respect, I saw a clip of an interview he did on the book tour where he, and I'm paraphrasing here, he said that um, the family does have bigoted views. And he was like, and before now, my views were probably, probably bigoted as well. You know what I'm saying? And he was speaking from a place of not necessarily intentionally being, you know, bigoted, but he was just you know, addressing the fact that now that I am on this side of things, I can see how some of my views were bigoted and how my family's mm. about a lot of things mm. are bigoted. And I think that that's a very big admission um, for someone of his stature. Agreed. And that's why people need to let people give people grace to evolve. If you did something 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, right, or you felt away and then you evolved, I think people should be allowed that, allow a space for that. You know, and it took his relationship to be like, I was wrong. I was dead ass wrong. All right, y'all. Great conversation from both of you. We'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Uh, real quick, Funky Sam Cook from the, of the chat said, Funky, throw those shorts away now. Uh, honey, that's my good outfit. I'm taking that bad boy to the dry cleaners, honey. <laughs> oh no, you would show your you would show that stain like that to the dry cleaners. Well, I, 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 I they, th- those are the pants. I I left the underwear in the bathroom in the in the garbage. I wa- I washed the pants as best I could with the paper towel and the hand soap, and I just stood under the dryer and let it get dry, and then wrap my jacket around myself. And went to Bahama Breeze afterwards. You kept drinking? I did. So basically, you had on no underwear mm-hmm. with a dirty booty and some dirty shorts with a shirt wrapped around your waist. Well, I took a bird bath in the handicap. <laughs> <laughs> I was out with the look, kid. Look, Claudia, and he's trying to convince us that he's unlocking his better self. Now, and the trap be mad at us when we, when we question him. Like, oh, I'm like, no, we're not. You have host hooker stories. <laughs> but we love to hear about your shenanigans. All right, y'all. Let's get into these shenanigans. DJ Funk Flex has changed his tune about snitches. 
in the hip hop community. Now, previously, Funk Flex said he would no longer play any of Takashi 69's records after he was labeled a rat because of his racketeering charges. Well, following the news about rapper Gunna, who has also been labeled a snitch, Funk Flex wrote, I'm no longer not not playing 6ix9ine music anymore. Speaking for myself, obviously, according to reports, the trend amongst a lot of current rappers consists of cooperating and testifying. He continued, be clear, many of your favorite artists cooperate with law enforcement. Don't let me call names. All right, do y'all agree with Funk Flex or do stitches, I'm sorry, do snitches still get stitches? Al, what you think? See, I find this very interesting because I, I, the snitching conversation is legendary to me. And I used to always thought, think it was fascinating that people had such such honor and loyalty to their word. That to me was has always been fascinating. And I feel like the intrinsic value of that has definitely changed. I feel like most people nowadays, and especially this younger generation, and I'm sure Funky can add to this, is that they're not going to jail for anybody. They're not going to, you know, waste their... Their, their time as rappers or, or as, as entertainers, taking that away from them and going to jail. They're willing to tell on people. I, on, on my hand, I'm of the older generation. I really value and honor people who honor their words. Not me, girl. <laughs> me either, child. I'm not going to jail. Let me tell you something. I, I said this before. Okay, don't do nothing around me. And if you committed a crime, please don't tell me because if them people call my phone and knock on my door, I'm telling them, I, I, I might not tell them where you stay, but I'm going to tell them where your grandma go to church at and that you drop her off every Sunday around <laughs> 10 o'clock. Okay. I personally have an issue with somebody as influential uh, and with a platform as large as Funk Flex. Um, perpetuating this thing about non-snitching, right? Like everybody in the hood want to want to hold on to non-snitching until it's their family member and they need justice for their family member. Then they want to get on the news and holler back. If you seen something, if you know something, please call or turn yourself in. I am sorry. We live in a time and era now where people need to have some moral scruples and values about themselves. If you saw a crime, if you participated in a crime, if if people got hurt, swindled, bamboozled, or taken advantage of somebody, and you got the information, it is the moral thing to do. Forget what these Negroes on earth are going to think and worry about where your soul is going to spend eternal damnation. I feel you. I just wish that although those of us that are that finally like get out of our situations and get to successful places, like stop dabbling with the nonsense. Listen, I ain't gonna sit here and lie to y'all and say that my life has been perfect because there was a time that I got a phone call from. The alphabet people. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I did. And they spread out all these pictures on a table and they said, do you know this person? Do you know that person? Do you know this person? Thank God I did. I didn't snitch, but I didn't have to really because I wasn't really in it like that. Like I mm -hmm. just, I was, anyways, it's for the book. Okay, it's for the book. You was dating a drug dealer. Oh, this juice. No. My girl, me. Okay. Oh, you just snitched on her. <laughs> I, know, I, I didn't talk to my. That sounds like a snitch to me. I didn't say what she did, but anyways, we'll get into that what? on Friday. Um. So, anyways, once we get out of like, I was in dire straits back then. I'm not now. These rappers, a lot of people, they already got it going on, but they still want to have a, a foot in and a foot out. Oh, y'all drove something up the interstate for somebody. You was holding. There was a time where girls used to be flown to different cities and stuff. I don't know. I don't know what was in that bag. But it was anyway. trafficking. No, it was trafficking. I dropped off some t-shirts. Girl, wait, the wait. soul got me working with. <laughs> hey, Funky. He done got his little light skin behind on the Golden Globes red carpet, and now he don't know us. <laughs> that was Right, Al, you, you don't need some crime back in your day, Al. We know the Wall Street type. Don't judge us. <laughs> don't at the very least. <laughs> Stay out of jail, brother. Stay out of jail. Because Al will keep a designer suit on now, didn't he? Well, yeah. hold on. Not to mention he scammed that lady out her money. <laughs> you know what? Don't get ugly because you pooping on yourself now. You're not going to do that. <laughs> He's the messiest panel on television. <laughs> All right, y'all. Anyway, get an NWACP reward for this. They should. We're we gonna be nominated. I think we were, but they turned us. Down. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Because <laughs> I've been asking, and, and they were like, "Where well, we submitted, y'all?" 
Well, we didn't even get we didn't even get tickets. That's how bad. <laughs> it's horrible. But we didn't want to come to y'all funky ass awards. Shut up! I want to go. <laughs> no, wait a minute. I might be covering that carpet. So don't. Oh don't lord, me. here we go. Okay, y'all. Hey, uh, what was he talking about? Drug trafficking. You know, oh, we're gonna move on from that conversation. But if you're making money out there, you don't have to go back to that. Just get out of that. Hey, real quick. A man in Los Angeles crashed a dump truck into his estranged wife's home because he was apparently upset about their divorce. Take a look. What, the <laughs> what is he doing? Oh. Oh. He was mad, child. Or she had that fire. What y'all think about this? And how mad? Have y'all ever got real mad at an ex and wanted to cause some damage to that property? Q, I already know that's a yes for you, Al. No, actually, actually, it's not. Not to the point where I'm going to endanger my freedom. Like, that was just crazy. And I always say, Lord, I don't want that type of love. Don't you ever, Father Jesus, Mr. God, don't you ever send nobody my way that I'm going to be in love with that much that I'm going to do something like that. That was crazy. And I saw the interview with that lady. Um, and she was fearful for her life. Mm. She was like, she, she's got a restraining order against the man. She's currently living with relatives right now because she says that he is unhinged and she is scared for her life. And that was her bedroom. She said that that, that he was crashing was her bedroom. So th this is no joking matter. And uh, well, it don't matter at this point because he going to jail. OK, so he's going to be in there. You, you, you 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 mad about your divorce? Your ass can marry Ty Chrisley because he in jail. Where <laughs> you going? He might not be going to jail. That's his house. That's his house. He can hit his own house if he want to. He just can't. You know, he might have to pay for those cars that he hit. But Claudia, you know, that's a big story here in Los Angeles. Since I got here, it's all over the news every day. It's in South Central down there by Watson, One Seventeenth Street. They say it's not far from where P and B Rock was shot and murdered, and it's it's, it's so interesting because a Another incident happened in San Bernardino. Is that right, Claudia? San San Bernardino. Bernardino. Mm -hmm. That area where another guy in a tow truck was in a parking lot and just started hitting different cars back and forth. I'm like, wow, I don't know what's going on. It might be something in the water. But this post-COVID mental situation, we've got to take it serious. People have no conflict resolution. We talked about it before. You Okay, you broke up. Your marriage didn't work out. Do you have to go violate and hurt this one? She could have been laying down in that room and been murdered. Mm -hmm. Like, come, knock it off. And now you about to look real stupid. And you going to be boo-booing on yourself, quite possibly, <laughs> at the hands of maybe... No, I won't say him. Anyways, um, yeah. Keep your freedom and, 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 and don't wild out. Listen, I want to thank my co-host... The, the epitome of class, Al Reynolds, and of course, Funky Dineva. <laughs> watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for the premiere of the Sharpton Sisters. We'll see y'all Friday where it's going to get real messy. Bye, y'all. Bye, soulmates. Uh, have a good night, y'all.